0: I'm supposed to provide a blood sample, it says here. Oh man. Do they accept semen samples? <laughs> What's the policy on bloodletting? You're gonna you're gonna wanna
1: consult the policy before you do it. You are now listening to good, bad, or bullshit.
0: From the heart of Ottawa, broadcasting across the nation and around the world, it's the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast with Croft and Steers. Tonight, from the hit show, Five Ways to Know If You Are a Hipster, Michael Hodgins. And from the struggling Broadway play, I Used to Be a Manager, Bo Schwartz. Musical guest, the theme music from the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. And now, your host, the man with a thousand opinions, none of which matter crofton steers very
2: good very good sir
0: (laughs) thank you everyone for that wonderful introduction and a big welcome to my guests tonight bo and michael thanks for being on the show how are you gentlemen doing
1: well guests we're guests on your show (laughs) <laughs> yeah i think we're all the hosts i of reject things. that proposition
0: <laughs> See, when you give me the power of introduction i take that power and i turn it into something like this
1: <laughs> well done it was a good intro
0: sweet uh, uh so what's up
1: live from my parents basement
0: <laughs> that <laughs> world of warcraft episode really stuck huh
1: yeah, I did. I decided I uh, should become a 30-year-old living in my parents' basement to try to really understand what it's like to play World of Warcraft. You know, I don't like it. Don't like what
0: it. What level is your night elf paladin?
1: Uh, I don't know. Night so, elves
0: can't be paladins, yo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all the real in. <laughs> yeah, oh. no, My in. My house is under construction, so I'm, I'm hanging with my parents for a
0: day. It's refreshing you not being the one who's doing the construction.
1: Yeah, well, I, I'm also doing construction, but just at a different house.
0: <laughs> How's it going, Bo? Uh, pretty good.
2: Uh, I have some. I have a news update. So last time, uh, you guys wanted to know how many uh, days of World of Warcraft I played. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think I looked at it, and I totaled up, and the total was two months and 24 days over seven years. So
0: that's a fair amount of time. Well, just just to clarify that, two, when you say two months, you don't just mean like... No, no, like, I mean literally two... two, two 24-hour days, like
1: 24-hour periods.
0: No okay, period. okay. I just, I just wanted to clarify that because two months of like seven and a half hour days, not as bad as 24 hours, obviously. Yeah. So I just
1: did the math on that, and that's like 2,000 hours. So that's essentially that's what a full time job is for a year.
0: Right, but one's leisure and one's work.
1: Yeah, exactly. That, but all I mean is, it is it. If you paid someone to do something for eight for a year, that's how much time they was. So, so you if you had a job, gainfully employed full time for one year, that's the equivalent of your that one leisure activity.
0: Okay, but he did it over seven years, right? That's true. Yeah, it's
1: over seven. Let's also keep in mind that's one game. Bo plays more than one game.
0: That's true, but we're talking. <laughs> we talked about World anyway, of Warcraft. Y-
1: you wanted
2: to know, and I so I I slash play and figured out how much it was.
1: Well, good for uh, you for for bringing it out. There.
2: Yeah,
0: and the honesty. Break out the random topic generator, though, did, Mike. Did you uh did you like get that little wheelie cart thing to bring it with you? Yeah,
1: yeah it's over here. I don't go, don't leave home without it. <laughs> uh, The topic today is uh,
2: feminism. Oh, boy. Feminism. I like this topic. You do? I do. Yes, I do indeed. Are you feminist, Bo? I'm not sure. I I don't want to insult feminists by saying I'm a feminist, but I might be. It's it's funny because
0: I sort of don't like this topic. Yeah, because
1: well, we you're, you're a
0: misogynist. <laughs> no, 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 it's not that. It's just that recently we did World of Warcraft, and what was the one before? We did something that was less fun, the suburbs or something. That was fun. I yeah, no, it wasn't fun. Uh, I yeah, feminism is very interesting. It's just not like it's a it's a dry topic. Organized religion was another contentious one. I like the late ones.
1: I don't know. That's well, whatever. That's Man, it.
0: already being derisive about feminism. Feminism yeah, is an so important I, I, topic. Yeah, I
1: identify myself as a feminist.
0: Yeah, I know. You tell me at least once a week.
1: At least once a week. Wow. Oh yeah,
0: maybe more. Yeah. All right. So,
1: so are you, Miss feminist, Uh,
0: I guess. I don't really think <laughs> about it. <laughs> Do, that might be. Do I,
1: maybe that's because you're a wealthy white male. <laughs>
0: that's no, I don't think so. I think I. just think that like when you're raised with certain values, uh, like I, I find making concrete efforts to think about certain things. Like I treat women the way that I would like to be treated. I think of no difference between men and women, uh, and I for equality. Of the sexes and that sort of thing, and while I realize that there uh, there's still uh, a gap in, in in say earnings and and it's, it's certain things like that, it's it is closing at least in this country, and uh, it's something I support, but it's not something I give a ton of thought to. I treat my lady friends nicely, like so I.
1: So I guess what it comes down to is you take feminism for granted, sure, because basically you think that because of the feminist movement. Um, that has brought women into equality with men. And ba- basically what it comes down to, if you believe in equality among the sexes, then you're probably a feminist. And, I, and that's not coming from me. This is coming from my roommate, who is uh, teaches feminists' uh, intro to feminism at Carleton University. And she basically starts out by asking questions to her students. She, says, she told me she starts out by saying, um, who here says they're feminist? And you she said, you'll have a few people lift up their hands. And then she'll say, okay, who here thinks a woman should have the right to decide who she goes on a date with? And then uh, pretty much everyone lifts up their hands, and then she'll be like, welcome to feminism. Because that's, that's basically what it comes down to. It's, it's pretty simple. I think people get caught up in this kind of like…
0: Possibly, uh, but, but then what's the opposite then?
1: Uh, patriarchal s- societal structure, which we still live under. No, no, the- no, no, most- no. That's most- not
0: what I mean. Uh, like, I mean, you're you're t- you're, you're comparing a- a- apples to oranges here. What would be the gender role for for men? Not that I'm saying that there needs to be male lists or something like that. Well, there
1: is masculism, I- which has started to come out, but I think yeah. that's a redneck, blowhard, sort of... Uh, P-
0: possibly, but then saying everybody is a feminist j- just because no, no, you believe people. in... No, you're saying people who believe in equality between yes. the sexes are automatically feminists. And, and that, that I think, is... is uh, If that's the case, then there's there would be no need for the word feminism, I think.
1: Uh, no, there's a huge need for it because I think, like I just said earlier, it was a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but that you speak from the position of a a wealthy, educated white male who lives in a Western country, you take for granted the fact that we have and enjoy equality, but that's just not the case in most of the world, so feminism has a long way to go, and you very rightly pointed out the the income gap closing in this country, though it's still present, and that's the need for, like, we can't sort of forget about feminism, the role of it, or take it for granted, um, because it's just sort of like when people take for granted the union movement, and say, like, we don't need it anymore because we have good jobs. It's like, well, that's why we have good-paying jobs, And that's, like, why we have equality between the sexes is because of the feminist movement.
2: I want to jump in (laughs) (laughs) because you you guys are – this is a good conversation, but I want to, like – do we really just define it? Um, Because I kind of think you did, but just in a succinct – this is about um, at least maybe at its most basic core feminism is about, uh, you know, supporting equal rights for women, Right. So being in support of their civil rights, of um, recognizing, uh, you know, all people as equal, correct? I
1: think it's, yeah, I, th- I think the equality is the main thing. I don't think it's necessarily just women. I think it's, I think it's beyond that. And look, I'm not an expert. This, I just happened, Emma, my roommate happens to teach this stuff. So she told me a little bit about it. But I think thinking of it like equality is the main component. So there are, there are rights for men, that come out of feminism, say, like, parental leave for child rearing. Like, that's the type of thing sure. that comes out of feminism.
2: I think because when I think of feminism, I think of we talk about um, the gender roles, right? So and, – and I remember this as a kid because I would say that very likely as a child I experienced the gender roles in the form of my parents, um, you know, very much in the way – like fr- from, from grandparents and things like that, very much in the way that it has been and not what we're trying to move towards. So what I mean by that is my mother was a stay-at-home mom. Her job was to take care of the children and to clean the house and to do these things. And my dad was constantly gone. He's, he's a hard worker. He's always working. He's the one earning the bread. And then so inherent roles and rights come to those who earn the bread as opposed to those who stay at home so for example if my mother was lax and in not you know cleaning the house or whatever then my dad would feel it would be okay to be upset with her about like listen i work all day you're supposed to clean the house raise the kids right and and so i think on some fundamental base level we're talking about gender roles
1: well gender roles are a component of feminism i'd say
2: Well, yeah. So, I mean, there's the the more extreme issues of just women's suffrage. So the right to vote and things like that. And, you know, the pay, uh, quality of pay at work and all that. But um, for me, like, I think a lot of what when we talk about feminism, it touches on the roles of what women are supposed to do and what men are supposed to do. And my idea of feminism is that Actually, these are learned things that males have certain rights and responsibilities and women have certain rights and responsibilities. And that probably traditionally, throughout the course of history, women often get the short end of the stick on a lot of things and it's unfair. And so feminism is like, we shouldn't tolerate that. That's my take on feminism. It's,
1: anyway, I think that that's pretty much true. And it comes back again, like when you talk about those Those gender roles, like that's very, very true. This is a little side or a little story here. Recently, I was hanging out with some people and they were saying like, what would be your, you know, ideal time? You know, if you could live in any era of the world, uh, (laughs) when would you live in Albuquerque? I think I was like, what did I say? I think I thought like the Greek you know, like ancient Greece. And I was like, oh, this time. But then Andrea my, Andrea, my wife was like, uh, now, <laughs> now when what it is. And then because I was had this romantic idea and she was also like, I'm a woman. So pretty much any time except now kind of sucks if you're, <laughs> if you're a woman, pretty much you're someone's property. Uh, <laughs> like I recently got married and I am uncomfortable with a lot of stuff around marriage, which is traditionally like, the father who is the daughter is his property and he exchanges he gives that property to some other man who is now the husband and now the wife is now his property and that's what it's been like for most of history so really it's like we've made a lot of strides and the feminist movement I think we, we can we can thank for that and it's certainly not over.
2: yeah but when you say what would be the best time to live in you're also speaking geographically because I'm sure there's a places in the world where now is not a good time to be alive in a woman yeah. right, in the world today
1: no, it's true, and that was just a little sub talk uh, topic about women. But what what do you guys have any stereotypes associated with feminism when you hear that word? What do you, what comes to, what comes to mind?
0: Uh, lack of being able to define what it is that's one thing like I, I think that we just the fact that you guys right now are kind of like going back and forth well let's define feminism here's the thing all the activist movements including feminisms go through go through like transformations and change and I think that uh, while I believe in equal rights and that sort of thing I don't necessarily believe in everything that every feminist movement has ever stood for uh, throughout throughout human history. And I believe that it's changed, uh, in, in many ways. And I think that a lot of these sort of like an, any activist movement does, has some controversies and those controversies often get blown out of proportion. And honestly, uh, I think feminism is, is one that, what are some of the, I can't think off the top of my head, but there's a couple of, uh, there's a couple of, um, uh, of uh, Mike mentioned like, Preconceived notions about feminism, and and they stem from some some incidents. I'm not sure if either of you guys know f- any of them.
2: They're flannel shirt wearing, man hating lesbians.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking of when I asked
1: about the. Uh, uh, don't forget the hairy armpits and,
2: yeah. and it, those are the stereotypes about feminists is that they're they're angry women who couldn't you know get married and, and no man has any interest in them so they're just bitter and they make everyone's lives miserable by uh, irritating us all with their anger and so it's back
0: like, in, like back in the day when you'd become a nun say now you become a feminist that's the stereotype is it
2: No I think it's different because nuns I don't
0: think they would join because they were angry. No, um, I mean, they, they would join because they, the stereotype being, like, they can't find a man, so they become a feminist, you know? Like, is that what you're well, saying? Well, as the ignorant stereotype, maybe people right, believe cause they,
1: that. Or because yeah. they hate men. <laughs> yeah, but they're, right.
2: man, they're man-haters, ultimately. Like, men have... Like, in the same way, they might... You might say, like, all oh, women have been repressed, and so they have to rise up against men. And then, you know, a lot of men, like, we're pretty... Uh, progressive, I think, but there are a lot of men who still, to this day, would believe in gender roles and the propriety. Uh, the propriety of you know, men do certain things and women do certain things, and it's it's cute that they get to go to work and all, but really, you know, they can't. You know, they can't do certain things, like they can't operate cranes or f- fly airplanes. And it's like, actually, they can. You know, it's... oh, you sexist bastard. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm saying that that's a commonly held belief along a lot of men, and just. Just culturally, the undertone is we might sit here and all say, "Oh, we believe in equal rights," but there's probably a lot of beliefs and things that we hold that we're only a, we're not even aware of that belie how we were raised, which is to say that you know men and women have certain roles and those are defined by our culture. Well, so I think we're part of it too.
1: Yeah, I know we're hugely part of it. I I think that um, like part of the issue or part of I think what's come out of feminism, which has been unfortunate for women. Which sounds a bit weird to say, is that these days women are doing double double duty. There's an interesting uh, documentary I saw. It was on CBC Doc Zone. You can watch it, and it's called Mother Motherload. And basically, it's like the idea is that it's overload. So uh, women are working jobs full time. And then coming home and still doing most of the homework, cooking, cleaning, child rearing, disproportionate to men. So basically where the feminist movement was like, oh, we want equality, we'll get in the workforce, and women have. But they haven't necessarily stopped, as you guys were talking about, the traditional gender roles of of homemaking. So they're, st- they're doing two roles. So when I always think about feminism. I think how uh, men always just come off like a bunch of a holes <laughs> sort of like, oh, good look at women now they're in the workforce. Great, yeah. when's my dinner ready? Um, <laughs> sort of we still like because there, there's still there clearly is a, a gap. Like when we talk about equal rights for women, but I think it's we're, what we're, we're really talking about in the conversation around feminism. I think really is, is is actual equality. So that means things like men taking taking an active role in child rearing, and by that I mean you know, maybe taking a few years off work. And largely that's not the case. Largely when there's a child born, generally women, if they even if they have a good career, will be like, well, I guess I'll stay home. And that's an issue with equality. We still have uh, some, a huge proportion of CEOs or men, world leaders, um, and we're making progress there. But it's because men are not wanting to share um, or take on traditionally feminine roles Men are like, "No, I'm the man I want to have a big power career and and the girls go, "Okay well, I guess I'll do this, so yeah. we still have ways to go for quality
2: yeah and, and i I think that those women in leadership roles or or it, it, you know in those kind in those in that kind of environment have to work a lot harder than the men who sometimes it's a boys' club and you know there's a lot there's it, it's it's i you know you definitely get the sense when you see them on when you hear interviews or read interviews with women who are in positions of power or leadership that um that they've had to work and dedicate themselves to it, and um, in a way that you don't hear that men have to, which is, which is interesting. The other, another thing I wanted to point out too about roles is, um, uh, you know, like for example, if you're a dude and you go and and sleep around, like let's say. I, you know, sleep with, like, seven or eight different women in the past month, and I tell you guys, you guys will be high-fiving me and saying, oh, you're such a dog, it's awesome. But if a woman does that, she's a slut. You know, like, there's something... Like, even on some cerebral level, you kind of question her character. A lot of a lot of people do this, men and women. And um, so that's just an example of, of how... Inequity is not necess- its not necessarily what you would. If someone asks you, "Hey, are you? Do you have anything against women?" You're going to answer no. But in your behavior and in your subtle, subtle ways, you express your beliefs about roles. Um, you see that there is an inequity an there, and and I, I think that the sex issue does come up in like the business place and in leadership as well. You know, um, it's hard. It, it can be hard for men to interact with women. Uh, comfortably in the workplace because the sex issue is there. So you either, uh, you know, you put them at a distance, or you you're too friendly with them. And it can be, um, it can be very difficult to navigate for for men. And so you end up being treated differently based on your gender in the workplace. And um it's very that that's also a challenge that women have that men don't
0: really think twice about all that much. I think twice about it all the time, Bo. I think the women are sizing me up. I work, honestly, ninety percent of my office is women. Uh, there are very few men and uh, you know, I'm a piece of meat to them. I'm walking down the oh. hall. I, I I can see them undressing me with their eyes. Uh, I think sometime. that might be
2: I think that might be
0: misogynistic. <laughs> kind of, yeah,
1: you're kind of making light of what's a real issue.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, you're doing just, it for me to make a joke in a podcast. <laughs> oh, so, hey, are we talking about a real issue? Hey, let's talk about World of Warcraft and not make a joke because it's a real issue too. <laughs> I'm just saying
1: uh, exactly what Bo just said about the, like, if you're women and go sleeping around and it's like, oh look at that slide but a guy's like ha, high five and and you being like oh the ladies undressing me with their eyes it's like that's the other that's the other end of it um because a lot of women it, that you know that is happening more often you're making like because women
0: are dressing me with their eyes
1: um did you say i was undressing you with my eyes no. <laughs> because it's true You
0: said you said this this happens all the time or it happens more often were you referring to the women undressing me with no, I just want to point out to you, Hodgins, that that was a joke. It was a humor, attempted humor, and not serious about yeah. the women. That there may be women undressing me with their eyes at work, but somehow I, I quite doubt it. And, and definitely agree with the point that Bo was making. Uh,
1: yeah, but it's, it is interesting because you talk about office work and being – because I also work in office, mostly women – I recently worked in an office, and the acronym for the office was OWI, and the joke was that it was called the Office of Women's Initiatives, because it was uh, like 17 women and me that worked there, Uh, and that's just because office work, because now we have, uh, there's a lot of great things that come out of feminism, like uh, university graduation rates, very high among women, higher than men these days, that kind of thing, but it's also like segregation of work, right? Like, so... Um, if you go on like construction sites, or for example, the dudes doing work in my house today, it's like it's all these like gruff dudes. You don't see women doing this type of work. And not that I'm saying like women should be fixing my house for me. Yeah, like I don't, I'm indifferent about it. But we still have these like classes of work. And then we tend, we tend to be guys who, who work in, in offices. And a lot of women are working there too. But it's still like you don't see even mixes. And that's sort of interesting. Like why is it's that? It's
0: true. It's true. And the Simpsons ran that episode years ago, like years ago ago where uh uh who was it It was marge's dad was a steward like a male a male stewardess or whatever and 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 there it's the big reveal at the end of the episode and she's she's going to therapy for this whole this whole big thing and then it ended up that you know he's a pioneer and now there are many male stewards or whatever but like the the whole thing was tongue-in-cheek sort of like a an inverted an inverted uh feminist episode and it's true that that's absolutely true that that construction workers still majoritarily men if you watch these reality shows they're the next great canadian handyman or whatever there's often one female competitor in 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 the field to be like hey look there are women doing this too but for the most part it's still uh, it is still heavily biased to the or t- to to men and i think that going back to the gender role thing that you guys brought in earlier uh people men from a young age, are, are sort of given tonka trucks and said, hey, you know, construction, this is, this is a manly pursuit. And uh, therefore, um, and, and the, opposite, the opposite with women, and that leads to these sort of unbalancing of sort of society in terms of jobs.
1: It's interesting. Um, I, I'm going to ask you to describe something, Kravlin, because it was you that got me onto this, a really excellent graphic novel series called Why the Last Men." Can you give us a rundown of it? Because you're the one
0: who got me onto it. Sure, I'll give it. I'll give the rundown. If you want to, then I- I- explain. Uh, I just think uh, it's an interesting your, idea. Well, it, it the defines a lot of these points. the The idea, the idea of why, why the last man is is that there's an. It's one of these apocalypse stories where all all men. Uh, it it affects only men, uh, and uh, so all men on the, on, on Earth uh, perish uh, except for one, and uh, and. All women, all women survive, but uh, but it leads to somewhat of an apocalyptic scenario based on the fact that um, you know crazy statistics like ninety uh, percent of all airplane pilots or or, or tr- uh, train. Uh, uh train drivers or is it train what's the word for engineer a, engineer right uh were our men and and so with with all of them dying uh there was a there was a lack of spe, specialization in certain fields transport became extremely difficult and this sort of thing so and it and it the 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 overall storyline is about them trying to uh, find a way to examine why this one man didn't die and 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 how how they can find a cure for this virus
1: isn't it was a, I thought a really interesting concept, but it also like just this this the the points about how because there's such like disproportionate um in the in the in, in the roles of like just like the airline pilots or whatever that if you just eliminated one one gender how a lot of stuff falls apart because we it just it just uh, emphasizes the point that we have this lopsided structure of, of work so that if you, whereas if we had a truly equal society and you eliminated say all men, it be like, well okay uh, we'll die off at some point because we can't breed or whatever, but uh, it wouldn't necessarily affect much, but because it's still kind of lopsided you know?
0: Here's a question for you guys, do you feel like e- Mike made the good point about the feminist movement and how we take things for granted and how things have changed do you feel now that say in Canada where we are, let's not speak for the globe because we know the answer to that, uh, the, the do you feel that if feminism, if the feminism movement, like the active sort of group of people who identify themselves as feminist and push the feminist sort of agenda forward, if they suddenly stopped or or, or no longer existed, do you think that we're at a point now where that would be okay? Or do you think that, or do you think that, things would fall by the wayside, and that there's still a role for the uh, sort of activist feminist movement today in, in this country?
2: I still think that there's a role for it. I think um, I think the problem is not so much, I mean, it is the problem, but I think it's a symptomatic problem that there there aren't enough uh, women doing a certain type of job, or representation is not equal. I, I think the feminist movement is still needed because it's based on our beliefs about what genders how they're defined, how they're different, Um, and what's okay about being different. Because there are some, like women can rear children. It's like men, at least until science says otherwise, uh, cannot. So there are things that are definitely different about each of us. But some of those things are, are okay. And some of those things are manufactured for societal structure and they're the to the detriment often of the woman and not so much the man, but maybe the man too, because really we live in a more enriched culture, like in the long run, if, if people were more, uh, if we had more, if we had a different view about what it means to be a woman and what it means to be a man. I don't think we're there yet. I think there's, it, the fact is you might be an employer and you might say, well, I'll hire men or women, but unfortunately it's just men who apply for the job, so I can only hire men. Um, it has to do with women even feeling like they can apply for those things or that they're welcome in those kinds of environments. So it really has to do with how our, our how we think, what our beliefs are, and they're ingrained in us from an early age and they stay with us. There's things that I believe sometimes that I'm like, I must have picked that up when I was young because I don't remember sitting down with myself and saying, I'm going to believe this. You know, it's like, it's just things that come out. And it, it really has to do with how we raise our children and the type of environment we're in. And changing is slow. Uh, this kind of change seems to happen very slowly. And it, we're not there yet.
1: I, I completely agree. Uh, I recently saw this thing. It was like one of these, I don't know. I don't know if it was the site Upworthy or I don't know which one it was. But it was one of these like meme things that was going around. And it was this letter that this girl had written, I think, to Lego. Uh, and I guess there was these Legos. Oh, yeah,
0: I saw, I, I saw that too. You
1: see the other one? And it was yeah. basically like the little girl was like on all the package for boys. It was boys like on adventures and having neat jobs and doing things. And all the on the girl Lego stuff, it was like girls at the beach or girls shopping. <laughs> and and it was very, this little girl was horrible. like girls want to have good jobs and go on adventures too, and that's just an example of they, why we still need feminism because uh, of 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 those type of traditional gender roles and things that we push forward. Um, there's still there's still there's still room to grow in that area, and I I think that 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 letter by that little girl was great, where she was just like I want to have I want to have a good job and an interesting life as well. I'm like great, so she should, and so we should still yeah. I I think it still has a purpose.
2: Yeah. I, that's such a great story just to illustrate what it is like children's toys tell it all really like <laughs> yeah,
1: when you go and look at them yeah and become and like it's almost if i th- i think it's almost regressing a bit i think we're we're in an era of increased hypersexualization not to both men and women but i think it still falls more to women and and i saw this other thing it might have been the same area where it was comparing women's girls toys uh, from, like, 20, 30 years ago to now, and, like, the same characters, and they've been, like, ridiculously sexualized, like, things like My Little Pony, and somehow they've made it look, like, a sexy like, lipstick, and, like, Cabbage Patch dolls with, like, sexy bodies. I'm like, what the...
2: That's screwed up. I, that has a lot to do, I think, with the internet and television. Like... Because kids these days don't want those toys; they want iPhones. Where they go onto YouTube and follow their role models, who and when we can talk about celebrities and and viral things, um, who also propagate a lot of stereotypes, right? You know, like uh, the hypersexualization of female pop stars, for example. A lot of girls well, look I, up to that.
1: Yeah, you know? they, they do the hyper this the sexualization of of prominent women, and I think that that also inherently kind of leads to objectification because uh, men you know want to get on the sex yeah. and see women and it's like who are but, uh it's like, like a
2: without but without being a wet blanket like i like the fact that we can celebrate sexuality so there can be a show and it can be very sexual and sure, we can enjoy is- it but like, like take beyonce for example that's a pop star who is sexualized who's also an excellent vocalist but probably a very smart business person um but we never see that side of, you know, we never get told that story, right? You know, the images and things that we see that are manufactured are one thing. And I think those are the things that get communicated to all of us, but mainly to very influential young people who grow or up take, into
0: adults. Or take singers like Canadian singers like Robin Thicke. They sing, like, amazing <laughs> songs that in no way reflect poorly on men or women and just get are really catchy. So I, I don't see anything wrong with that to you gentlemen um. see I I think like when you hear the the song I'm referring to is is blurred lines which was like a huge hit last year uh, internationally and it is essentially a song uh, the the blurred lines being discussed are 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 the line uh, of consent in a sexual relationship and this being sung by a male, a male singer, with regards to a female singer and I, a, a female, and I think you see um, in music, in the music industry in particular, a lot of this uh, this sort of misogyny that still exists. And I think that's why when I posed the question, my answer to, to the question was yes. I still think that there is there is a role for fem- for feminism today, activism of that sort. I think that it is important, especially in North America for, uh, 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 and I'm picking on Mike here, for activists to be able to sort of to, to, to sort of not take themselves too seriously because I think that that can lead to a rejection of their message but I think in the case uh, of feminism it still definitely has a place and is is very very uh, very necessary I, so, so I, I think, think I'm about, re- when
1: I think about what you just said I imagine this girl like saying to this guy like our rights are important and and we're gonna get equality one day and he's like whoa, settle down to it since. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, see, see ex- exactly. That's this is exactly what I'm talking about, though. So, so Mike isn't able to see to like you're you're focused on the issue, which is fine. But when people come off like that all the time, and I think this is why the 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 negative images come from not just feminism but other activist movements, is because uh, people can't uh, can't look at themselves and say like, okay, I can I can. Take a breath for a second, while staying true to my cause, right? Uh, and uh, and and I just I just feel like like feminism is important. But when you asked earlier, what do you think of when you think of feminism? While I believe in equal white rights and equal opportunity, some of the some of my thoughts associated with feminism are are people like who. Who aren't don't have a sense of humor and that's not necessarily fair but it's just you know the impression that I get it's not just feminism it's well, other isms
1: and I think some people that counter that would be like when we're talking about another way to talk about um, misogyny and the term that goes around is rape culture and being like and some people will just be like yeah there's no room for joke for, for for humor and rape culture we're talking about women getting raped and and I think that and or not always
0: talking about women no, no, but, but, but what I mean is, you're jumping down the uh, yeah, but, but steps what, but in that's the stairs.
1: but that's what i'm saying there's certain issues that come up where people will be like yeah like we want to keep this conversation serious and when we're talking about robin like robin thick and his rape culture song it's uh, you know it, you, you don't it, I, I sort of agree with you i think you can be light about this stuff but i think it's it's acknowledging that also acknowledging a little bit that we are white men talking about this um, Ritual, you know, and that—that that doesn't. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. And and there's three white men talking about feminism <laughs> on the podcast. I personally might not have even put this I, topic in I, here. I
2: think no, I think it's, it's important that we're talking about it because we know that women are the ones that would espouse this. That would be the, but for men to be talking about it is actually really good. It's a really well, good thing.
1: It, like when I say I'm a feminist, it's because I, I I feel like I do embrace equality. Like I think at the moment. My wife's career is more upwardly mobile than I am. I think she's she's a better earner than I am. So if we have children, it'll be. I feel like probably I'd stay home. It'd be the better choice. I'm totally willing to do that because we're in an equal partnership and because her earning power is better. Why would I stay? I have no ego but what around if it what manager.
0: if she wants to stay home more if than she, you? That's
1: a totally different. That that's a different discussion. But I mean, we're very. She's we're open to however that that goes. Uh, but certainly, it's not like I don't have any. Um, identity issues around my my career. And so it'd be more pragmatic and we're pretty, we're very equal in. So it be like, what makes the most sense for us? I'm very happy to stay home and raise children. She might be as well. She'd be equal, she'd be equally happy at work earning the money. So I feel like that's great. So we'll, so we'll cross the bridge when, I, when we come to it. Um, but I feel like it, part, of, part of embracing that has to be, that I have to be willing to take on those traditional feminine feminine roles, uh, be willing, able, and eager to do it. And I, I feel like I am. And that's why I like
0: to say I'm a feminist. So, do you want to roll into verdict? Sounds like you're there.
1: Yeah. What? Well, yeah. All right. Feminism. I'm ready. Feminism is good.
2: Yeah.
1: I enjoyed. This, I enjoyed this discussion today. I I think we covered some good points. I think there's still a role for it. Uh, like any of these sort of activist movements, it's a conversation. It's a it's a process, and it's ongoing, and it's made a lot of positive strides. I think there's still room to go but in general i think the movement's good even though it gets sometimes a negative stereotype um but yeah that is a good thing
2: yeah I, i i think um i think why it gets a bad rap is sometimes people just want to have a laugh or they don't want to think about that stuff and it's really it's not one of those things that's sort of like an immediate emergency to a lot of people so you see a lot of the raising awareness and i think a lot of especially um there's there's room there to say just how important is it. And I think that's what makes it so difficult is that we're talking about um, we're talking about culture, so these things are not things we think about on a daily basis. You know, at the front of our minds, they're just there in our behavior, and it can be very subtle. So I think sometimes when some people take it very seriously and some people don't, it's because they're having they're they're, they're looking at things with a different different level of importance. Um, I think that feminism has uh, is responsible for a lot of. Um, how we enjoy our particular society today and i think that it's responsible for mainly only good things even though they're uncomfortable you know it can be uncomfortable to talk about sometimes um that being said i do like to have the odd joke about these kinds of things we need sense of humor and also i um i think that there's also room to have the conversation about uh, we didn't really touch on it but about the sexuality issue as well however um i'm going to go ahead and say that the feminism is definitely a good thing not outright awesome like it's it's one of the one of the better things i think we've reviewed and i'm a big fan of feminism and race class and gender stundi- studies
0: uh period crofton passing the mic all right uh i'm gonna say feminism is good and uh for uh, both of you guys made excellent points and i uh, i agree with a lot of a lot of almost everything of what you both have said uh in this podcast um I feel that feminism is uh is something that is important uh, in in the future as well as in the past and I'm glad that it's going to uh, to continue uh, in in that we've got new converts like like Michael who who will spread spread the good word I think it's important that everybody add a little feminism to their life because I think that uh, where we stand currently uh, even in in this country um, it, things aren't in Things aren't entirely equal. That said, I I recognize the hypocrisy in three white men delivering verdicts on feminism and uh – and um, I, I just want to say that like this is not a defensive verdict. This is what I believe. I'm not saying this because I feel like I'm on touchy ground right now and that I have to say it's good because if I don't, it's going to look really awful because I'm a white male. I'm saying it's good because I actually believe it's good, and I think you guys are as well. And for anybody listening, I think that it's important to, to highlight that. We don't pull punches, and, and I don't think we are here. We all agree feminism is a good thing.
1: Yeah. And and I think that uh, uh, Emma, my feminist teaching roommate, would say that you totally have the right to talk about <laughs> feminism. Yeah. It's not like bad that three men are talking about it. She'd probably say it's a good thing. So yeah,
2: yeah. the alternative uh, is we don't talk about it, and it's elite club for whatever. And I think that's not yeah. what feminism wants. I think
1: yeah. Anyways, and like and I was and I enjoyed the conversation. Yep. There were some good points that came up.
2: All right, so uh, I'm just going to take a walk on over to the mailbag here. All right. Hey, guys. Uh, this email is from your brother, Richard, Mike. He says, hey, guys. Um, he enjoyed uh, our show on the suburbs. Um, he knows we all hate it and he dislikes them, too, but he doesn't think they're bad and he thinks there'll always be a need for them. Uh, you know, we're all kidless now, but he has a feeling our views are changing the future. Uh, so not that it's impossible. It's just an extra thing to think about since I know that kids enjoy the outdoors. Um, it's literally impossible for everyone to live in the city, both physically and financially. So, um, also some people want a brand new house and those, these people aren't handy. Crofton should relate to this. Uh, there are, (laughs) so not everyone can build their own house. The suburbs represent a, um, you know, a brand new house that you can purchase that doesn't, that's under a million dollars. And they're low maintenance when they're new, and the burbs are the only place to go for these kinds of options. So uh, he says that Mike and himself are lucky because you guys know how to do renovations, and you've been brought up that way. But he's going to say the vast majority of people aren't, and therefore they want a carefree, maintenance-free living in a brand new house, and the only option is a suburb. Um, So he doesn't choose to live there, but he doesn't think they're bad, and he only sees them getting bigger, oil crisis or not. (laughs)
0: Just before Mike jumps in, because he's going to have some, I'm, I'm sure, some comment to his brother's, uh, his brother email. Uh, first of all, thanks Richard for writing in. We really appreciate it. Second of all, I would have been interested to hear what your verdict was on it. I got it that it wasn't bad, uh, but uh, I'm curious if you would have felt that they're they're good. It sounds like you're leaning that way. Uh, and uh, and uh, no, I I just think that um, that that the, the s- suburbs are. Uh, while well, they serve a purpose in our current model, under our current model, I think that there's a way to streamline development for there not to be a need for the suburbs. So um, it, I understand the use they serve now. I just don't think that that use is necessarily one that it, it would be necessary if we redid an ideal model. Anyway, Mike, go ahead.
1: Uh, I tend to agree with you there, Crofton, as you're well aware. Uh, and uh, But I think my brother raises a good point about the if you want a new house thing. And it's like, you know, houses in our city are all 100 years old in the center, and the ones that aren't are like one and a half million dollars. So that's a good that's a good point. And and if you if you don't want to live in a condo and you want something new, that's yeah. Anyways, thanks for writing, Richard. That those are some good points that we didn't really touch on there.
2: Yeah, thank you for writing, Richard. We do
0: appreciate
2: uh, your message. If and you- I think oh, oh, oh sorry, Bo. Go ahead. I think
0: I I think I did ask too. Like I think I remember saying at the end of the suburbs one because we all came out. With you know similar views, and I said, if somebody thinks has a different point of view, or thinks that the suburbs are good, or live in the suburbs, please let us know. So I definitely uh, props to Richard for so doing thank that.
1: thank you you t- taking credit for Richard's letter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes! I, yeah, yeah. I told him. Well, alright.
2: Thank, thank you, you, Crofton, and thank you, Richard. Uh, if you want to email us about your opinion on feminism, or on any of the episodes uh, that we've uh, had, or just want to tell us that you like the show, or what else, uh, some constructive feedback about it, you can email us at goodbadbs at gmail.com. If you want to find out more about this podcast, you can go to gbbpodcast.com, and there you can click on links to subscribe on itunes stitcher or any old rss reader all right uh crofton if our listeners want to find out more about you where can they do that they can follow me at crofton sears on the twitter all right mike if people want to find out more about you where can they do that
1: uh they can find me in my parents basement playing world of warcraft 24 7 baby yeah catch, catch up to <laughs> bo
2: <laughs> yeah well let's go raiding together I'll, I'll, we can play together he all plays right. as a female troll shaman Dwarf warrior, thank you. Whatever. <laughs> all Gen- right, guys. Feminism. Yeah, exactly, man. I'm a man playing a woman character, and I'm dishing out the <laughs> feminism in you know, the World of Warcraft.
1: Gender roles in video games.
2: <laughs> What's that?
1: You know, bound by the gender roles of video games. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I-, I hit
2: on men all the time. I'm that yeah. guy.
1: I'm going to play in World of Warcraft, I'm going to play a a uh, a dwarf warrior paladin, but, I- but I'm going to stay at home and raise children okay the, you should you know you should fight ra- the, g- the gender roles in you the world should of raise warcraft.
2: your children in the world of warcraft and teach them the values of christmas <laughs> all right guys thanks Sweet. thanks for joining me we'll see you on the next one say bye guys
0: thanks then all right see everybody